When he turned his back from shoulder to shoulder, it looked like as wide as the tailgate of a truck. And this darkness, literal darkness, just came like all over, just, just all over me except where I was standing. This thing let out the most blood-curdling, mind-blowing, spine-tingling scream that you've ever heard in your life, and it cut through me like a knife. And I knew that they were going to take me. I just knew it. And then the next thing I can remember is being levitated. Well, when I look in there, uh, I see two big eyes staring back at me. Hello and welcome. You're listening to The Bump Podcast, a place for the believers of the unexplained, monsters, and paranormal. Join us, and we'll go face-to-face with what goes bump in the night. If you're looking for the pack that will help you survive the worst day of your life or a pack to use for your everyday carry that you'd never have to worry about failing. If you're looking for the perfect bug out bag, the perfect bushcraft pack uh, for camping, hiking, whatever your needs, go to SquatchSurvivalGear.com and check it out. All products are 100% made in America. You can use promo code BUMP22 and save 10% site-wide. All right, that's BUMP, B-U-M-P, 22, to save 10% site-wide. This is a veteran-owned business. Like I said, every component of every product made in America, the buckles, the zippers, the straps, American-made. There's never been a more important time than now to bring it home. You know what I mean? So go to SquatchSurvivalGear.com. Best products on the market. I've got videos on YouTube about it if you want to see it. Um, Or just go to the website. Check it out. SquatchSurvivalGear.com. Hey there, believers. i got a great episode for you today. Um, I was was checking my emails, and this one kind of shocked me. I got an email from Trent University out in Canada. And they have a Sasquatch Society at the university. It's 162 members strong. And they reached out to me um, about being on the show, about talking about what they do and their research. And um, it just blew my mind. It thrilled me for one that, you know, they, they reached out to my show. So that's, that's who we're talking to today. We're going to bring on a, a couple of representatives. I don't know their names yet. I don't know what members are coming on. Um, they actually uh, signed off their email with the society, which felt even cooler. I'll be honest. <laughs> uh, but whoever I'm talking to today, I'm going to bring them on soon. And uh, they they left a, you know a list of articles. You know this this group has been around for a while. And, uh, yeah, I'm just going to bring them on the show and let them take off with it. I'm, I'm super excited about it. I love to see that this, you know, younger generation is taking off with Bigfoot and uh, Sasquatch research. And, you know, not all countries treat it like America does. You know, 
um, I feel like a you know countries like Canada, you know they they take this a little more seriously, uh, give it a little bit more cred than what uh, a lot of time you'll see here in America, uh, which is odd. We share a continent, but hey, it is what it is. I'm just glad to have them on here. Um, super excited about this episode, so I'll shut up and I'll bring them on. Whenever you're. Uh, hi, I'm uh, Ryan Willis, uh, president and founder of the Trent Sasquatch Society. Um, and I'm here today to talk to you guys about uh, the work we're doing in Bigfoot. Uh, happy to be here. Awesome, Ryan. Well, I'm glad to have you and I appreciate you for reaching out to me, man. Uh, when I saw that a university in Canada was, you know, <laughs> interested in being on the show, I, I was so happy. I, I ran in the living room and told my wife about it. I was like, this is so cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Uh, so you founded the society? Uh, yeah, I did. Uh, me and a few friends of mine. Um, yeah, so uh, I'm the president and founder. Um, I guess not the only founder, but yeah, there's, you know, uh, a few of us uh, up at the top of it running everything. And um, yeah, it's uh, it's been uh, really cool. Awesome. Well, um, tell me, what, what made you start it? Um, I've always had uh, just a super huge interest in, in Bigfoot and, you know, other like, you know, paranormal cryptid stuff too, but, um, but Bigfoot, especially Bigfoot's been, um, really huge for me. Like over the years growing up, I'd always watch like finding Bigfoot and do, you know, tons of research in my spare time. And that's just, I, I put together, I guess, bigger, uh, knowledge of it. And then when I got to university, I met a friend, um, you know, still great friends and everything and uh, run the club together. But uh, yeah, and he, he has a, a big interest in it too. So, you know, we got talking about um, maybe going out and doing some night investigations out in the woods near the school. And uh, so we got doing that and then we had some other people come along with us and it kind of got bigger and we thought, hey, uh, why don't we turn this uh, into a, an actual registered school club? Um, and that's what we did. And then from, from there, it kind of got, uh, I guess bigger than we ever could have imagined really because um you know I'm sure uh yeah like you said you see in the articles and stuff and um you know it's great because like it's not just uh people with Bigfoot you know who already had an interest that uh you know hear about us and are getting involved it's it's people that you know weren't aware of the subject uh heard about outreach and then uh you know came join the club and and now have a, a really big uh, interest in, in everything we're doing and do, you know, research of their own. There's students that at the start of the school year, like Bigfoot to them was just, you know, oh, that's, that's silly. I've never, you know, that's, that's not real. There's no evidence there. And then, um, you know, join a club. And now by the end of the year, uh, have a tremendous Bigfoot knowledge and go out and do research on their own and, um, you know, really believe in all the evidence and, and everything uh, the researchers have told us over the school year. So um, it's just been really cool seeing people uh, get into it that way. I love it. I love it. Uh, so tell me, Ryan, what kind of researchers have you gotten in contact with? Um, I don't know if you've heard of, uh, you know, if you've, have you ever heard of uh, Matt Moneymaker from Finding Bigfoot? I assume you have. Yeah, of course, yeah you yeah. must have. Yeah, that's probably that's I've met him, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so him, uh, you know, Cliff from Finding Bigfoot 2, um, Todd Standing, uh, Dr. Jeff Meldrum, 
Um, yeah, and tons of other really great researchers too. Um, you know, uh, and like one of the things about it that um, kind of surprised me too, like all, we've talked to um, a few uh, like PhDs now and stuff. And, you know, a lot of like very academic people are really involved in this. And uh, I, I think it's just something that kind of goes along with all the, the research we talked about uh, in the club and, um, you know, obviously outside of the club and everything uh, that, um, yeah, is so, uh, so impressive to us. And yeah, I think it, it just goes to back up that, you know, there really is a real animal here that we're dealing with. And uh, yeah, it's, it's just been super cool to hear from uh, yeah, those people who, who have such a good handle on it and so much knowledge that, um, you know, we get to learn from. Absolutely. All right. So uh, let me ask, what's the overarching, like your mission statement or like your goal with the society? Has, have you gone that far yet? Has it reached that point where you have a clear defined goal? Uh, yeah, I mean, with with the society itself, I'd say our uh, our main mission within the society is to educate our members and, and give them the, uh, the skills and the tools to, to go out and conduct their own Bigfoot research um, and, and have a, just a great knowledge and, and learn like about anything um, in the Bigfoot world they want to know about. And uh, that's what we've been able to do. We've had, uh, you know, researchers from tons of different points of views and a lot of them have, even have contradicting points of views and things like that. But, um, you know, we, we just have whoever this hear from and we're, we're fortunate enough to get, uh, come out and talk to them. And, you know, we let the students make up their own mind. And, you know, even a lot of the students have, um, you know, contradict, uh, contradictory views um, on what Sasquatch even is. But uh, it's, it's great though, because like, you know everyone in the club's uh, super respectful with each other and uh uh you know just listens to um what everyone has to say uh but then um outside of the club um I'd, we have a much bigger goal which is uh to spread sasquatch research in the academic community um we've kind of been calling it the academic sasquatch movement um and uh we've we've actually had a success in doing that now with um not, not just our university uh, starting to get involved, but I've talked to students at some other universities that um, have a, an interest in starting a club like ours. And uh, yes, yeah, so they're in the process of getting people put together um, societies like our own at, at their universities. So uh, that's, that's coming along nicely. And I think that's a huge step in, um, you know, growing Sasquatch research is uh, getting the ac academic community involved because just so many people don't know about, you know, all the great scientific evidence. And um, I, I think just, uh, you know, for me personally, just running this club and then seeing like so many of our students who, you know, are in sciences and um, I guess everything uh, they, they kind of believe about Bigfoot in terms of like, you know, believing in the existence and everything is, has kind of come from uh, talking with researchers um, about, you know, the scientific research and, and evidence and everything and then seeing their minds change has been really cool because it's, it's, uh, I guess, kind of, you know, I'd, I'd say uh, developing the next generation of Sasquatch researchers, which uh, is really important. And then, um, you know, obviously getting the research behind it is huge. So, um, yeah, it's been a, that's, that's our mission to answer your question. Awesome. Um, but yeah, and then obviously to find a Sasquatch too. But um, 
yeah, so uh, all, all of that's um, what, what we're trying to do and it's been going really well, so. I, I love it, man. I, I love that you guys are taking this seriously, you know, and that because in, in America, it's still, in most of America, it's still like a lot of uh, gimmicky kind of, you know, people don't really believe, believe in Sasquatch. So I, I think that Canada takes a different approach to it. it. It seems like it's much more accepted there. And here we share a continent. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there's barely, there, there's no, there's no difference between, uh, you know, territories here, but the view is a lot different. And you mentioned some, some really standout people there, you know, with, you know, Matt Moneymaker, Cliff, um, Todd Standing. Uh, I love what Todd Standing has done. Uh, he is received a little, a little bit as a controversial figure. Um, but I love all the effort and everything that he's put into this. And from hearing just the, the names mentioned, it sounds like maybe the society, I don't know if you have an official stance, but do you guys view Sasquatch as a biological creature or do you view it as something else? Or do you just let people, you know, come into it, however, whatever view they want to have? Um, we, we let people come into the club with whatever view they want to have. And because uh, obviously until... Um, there's a specimen in a lab somewhere that scientists have uh, have studied and reviewed. Um, you know, we we don't know for sure, obviously, right? So, um, for for us, until there's something super concrete, we don't have hands uh, one way or another. But um, I, I'd say most of the club is, um, you know, under the belief uh, Sasquatch is a biological animal, and um, at least for myself, that's uh, you know, I'm I'm pretty traditionalist, you could say. But uh, we have other students with different um, beliefs, and uh, so it's it's pretty interesting because everyone's kind of bringing in different research and people um, they uh, want us to reach out to and stuff. And and you know, luckily now with all the outreach we're doing, a lot of researchers come to us, which is really cool. Yes, um, we really appreciate it. it. Makes our job so much easier. Yeah, because um, a lot of these people are pretty hard to like get in touch with. Yeah. But um, yeah, so it's uh, it's been really neat that way. But um. Yeah, and then like you were saying, uh, with um, you know getting it taken more seriously, than uh, how down in the states it's a bit more gimmicky. I think he said, um, you know, even like here we're on the the east side of Canada, and here in Ontario, I would say, actually, kind of uh, like a taboo, you know, like you said, gimmicky kind of subject, and you know, it's something we're trying to change. Um, like what I've what I've heard from a lot of researchers is like out on the west coast because there's so many more sightings. Yeah. Um, that it's it's you know taken a lot more seriously out there and uh, people kind of accept it more. But here in Ontario, it's um, you know in, in Quebec and the the eastern uh, provinces, it's it's quite uh, you know not not taken seriously at all. But you know, luckily we're uh, you know I feel we're slowly changing that, and um, yeah, it's really important for us. And uh, yeah, I think you're right too. With you guys taking this approach, you know, and you're making it like it's okay for you to talk about it that makes it more comfortable for other people to come out and talk about it so the, the more we speak about these things the the more awareness there is the more comfortable people are with sharing their own experiences because i've had several people laugh when i tell them what kind of podcast i have and then when it's just me and them they're like okay well i gotta tell you about this one time you know i had rocks thrown at me while i was hunting you know it's 
once they feel comfortable and that they won't be laughed at, they'll open up and share. And that's, that's a service that you guys are doing. You know, it's, it's opening up that platform. And I think you, you're doing an awesome thing right now. Yeah, no, thanks. Uh, I'm glad you think so. And um, yeah, like you said, uh, now that we've kind of created all this and like a lot of people in the Bigfoot community and, um, you know, just in Canada now with all the news outreach uh, have like heard about us and come forward with their stories and uh, report like, you know, we get a lot of reports. Um, like a lot of my days now are just, uh, you know, I'm on the phone with like witnesses and stuff talking about, uh, you know, things that have happened to them. And, um, you know, if, if anyone listening uh, wants to, you know, report anything or get in touch with us, um, we have a website now, uh, sasquatchuniversity.com. Awesome. And you can go there and uh, get, in touch with, uh, get in touch with us that way. If, um, yeah, you, you've had anything going on or, you know, your researcher just want to talk to us. But, um, yeah, but it's, it's been really cool to hear about people's experiences because, um, you know, when we kind of made the club and we'd be, you know, we do go out fairly often to, to do, um, you know, investigations at night and stuff like that. But we, we never really had any idea of uh, where to go. Like where our school is, Trent, um, is in Peterborough, Ontario. And it, it's kind of all like farm country and stuff out there. Like there are forested areas, right? But there's not even too many bears or anything that, that live in them. And um, a lot of researchers, I think uh, Dr. Jeff Meldrum actually told us probably... Um, you know, there's one or two Sasquatch for every uh, 200 black bears mm -hmm. um, is like kind of a good way to view it. And there's not even too many black bears in those areas um, close to uh, to Peterborough. So I've always, you know, it's it's good for us to be doing research and have any uh, real success until we went further north, um, which is actually something we're uh, starting to do now um, that it's summertime. But uh mm -hmm. But I, I was kind of wrong in terms of, um, you know, uh, according to what people have been reporting to me that are just locals who've heard about us through the news and stuff and, and reach out and say, this has happened to me here. Um, and a lot of them are in places I, I wouldn't really have expected, but are still, you know, sufficient forest and stuff and well enough that, you know, and they do sustain uh, bears and things. There's just not many of them. But um yeah, so that, that's been really interesting for us. And it's given us, uh, you know, good places to go investigate now, which Absolutely. is another cool thing. Yeah. Absolutely. And I love that people in the area are coming out to you and sharing their stories. Do you, uh, I don't, I'm not trying to put you on the spot. So if not, I can just edit this part out. <laughs> but do you have any, uh, any favorite stories that you've heard around, you know, since you started doing this? Is there anything that stands out to you? Um. I guess most of them uh, line up with uh, kind of typical Sasquatch behavior. Like most of it's stuff, I'm sure um, anyone that's into Bigfooting and, and reading reports and, and uh, watching witness interviews and stuff has already heard. There's nothing too crazy like the ones where it's like, oh, he broke into my house. or so he's looking <laughs> in my windows and stuff. A lot of it's like we had some rocks thrown or, or um, you know, I see them in the distance and things like that. We've had some interesting ones where people have, uh, you know, seeing them in uh, the, the same type of area, like um, a few times or had uh, activity a few times, but um, uh, like those are probably the more compelling ones to me, not that they've had it happen more than once. I mean, on it, like some of the research, if they have had activity a few times, that's kind of a bad sign in terms of what, because it's, you know, to see a Sasquatch is a pretty rare thing. 
right. know, these are obviously super rare uh, and you know intelligent elusive animals um so to to say you've seen one like 10 times in your backyard it's kind of like well have you but, um <laughs> but maybe they have but uh, you know that's our job to check out but um yeah the, but uh, the the interesting ones are for me are the ones that happen in really remote areas where there's a you know, not really human contact or anything, because, um, and that's where we get some of these reports. We've been getting ones from further north in Ontario, where, uh, you know, it's it's really pretty remote in a lot of northern Ontario. Like, I don't know if um, I, I kind of, uh, I tell the students in the club sometimes, uh, a kind of a cool way to, to check out um, neat areas. If you go on, uh, I don't know if Snapchat or whatever, there's a thing called the Snap Map, and you can posting on it and it kind of has um there's kind of like bright orange areas or red with uh you know you can you can see where like kind of population density is based on where people are posting things nice but um a cool thing is uh you know you go into northern canada and stuff you see that like there's just no one there <laughs> <laughs> and but it's neat because we get reports that are saying like i'm way way out in the middle of nowhere and this has happened to me a few times and uh they're the only humans out there so um that's you know stuff like that's probably the more interesting ones for me because um you know i i think uh, in areas where maybe sasquatches are more exposed to humans and need to conceal themselves some more uh like other animals um you know you you don't have uh ones that are as comfortable maybe frequenting spots humans would come into the contact with sasquatch with right. if that makes sense like you you probably not place twice because uh you know obviously they have to conceal themselves so i think in places like southern ontario a lot of those settings are a bit more by chance but uh if you go to more remote areas where um they they've obviously you know there's maybe one human that's in and out of there that they have to hide from and they're comfortable living in uh that sasquatch doesn't have to move around and, and uh be be as careful so to me that's kind of a a good uh jumping off point in terms of um where where we should be uh, focusing our efforts in terms of field work. Awesome. Yeah, man. I, I agree with you hundred percent too. Uh, okay. I only have really one or two more questions. And if there's anything else you want to add, we, we can definitely keep going. But uh, let me just ask when you're doing this field, field research, um, what, what kind of practices are, do you have? Um, are you staying out overnight? Are you beating on trees? Because that seems to work for a lot of people. Or do you take a more laid back, like just sit around and camp with a little fire? Or what, what, what do you guys do? Uh, that's a good question. And, um, you know, right now, uh, unfortunately, we don't have uh, too much funding at the moment. So we don't have any, you know, proper thermal imaging equipment and stuff. We're trying to change that. Uh, we we now have um like merchandise and stuff if you can go to the website you can check out so we're hoping uh the bigfoot community will kind of get behind us that way yes. uh, and we'll be able to get some proper equipment to conduct our field work with but um yeah so but right now we've been going out and uh you know doing like tree knocks and things and howls and then you know kind of waiting listening seeing where we hear things and then uh but a lot of it now is kind of going to spots where we've had witnesses say they've uh heard or heard or seen something or there's been footprints found in trying to focus on areas where maybe like a few of those things have happened close to each other mm -hmm. we see that's a sign of something uh, actively living there so um that's that's something we try to focus on but yeah we usually uh 
you know, it's, it's, you know, always at night when we go and do, um, you know, like a proper investigation, we usually, we usually don't sleep over. We usually just drive back very, very late in the morning, but, um, yeah, that's, that's usually what we do. Wow. Fantastic. Yeah. I, that was one of my questions. Was, uh, I actually have it written out here funding, you know, how do you guys, you know, keep going? And I got another question on here for merch because I, I, I love merch. So if you direct me to the website, I will probably be buying some merch here shortly. Um, <laughs> that's great. How about go ahead and do that? If you, uh, if you don't mind, tell everybody how they can get a hold of you. Um, I'll have, there's going to be some researchers. I'm sure that'll listen to this. Um, like Dr. Russ Jones, they'll probably be listening. Um, there, there's a few other podcasters that'll probably be reaching out to you too. Um, so tell people how they can get a hold of you personally, uh, how they can get a hold of the society, where they can go to buy this merch. Just anything you want to say, any kind of app or social media that you get into, let us hear it. Um, yeah, we, we have social media on uh, all the major platforms. Um, if you just type in Trent University Sasquatch Society, we should come up uh, pretty easy. Um, yeah, there's only there's only one, so it's not uh, too hard to find. But um, I'd say the, the best the best way to find everything uh, is going to SasquatchUniversity.com. Um, it's kind of the organization we're forming outside of uh, the university so that uh, we have kind of one place that, you know, not just researchers, but um, anyone interested in uh, the other universities getting involved can kind of all come to one place and find everything. Um, so that's uh, it's obviously, um, yeah, the best place to get in touch with us and, and find everything we're doing. You can just through there too. Um, and we even have um, a YouTube channel now with uh, all of our, Sorry, I think I got a little mosquito by me. <laughs> um, yeah, we have a, a channel now with um, all of our uh, lectures that um, the experts come and, uh, you know, talk talk to us about. Um, so we have uh, our first video just uh, got put up last week, but we have a few more that are about to come out um, either today or tomorrow. Uh, with um, the first one was Todd Standing, but um, we have uh, one with Dr. Meldrum that's about to come out um, and one with two other uh, great uh not, not as well-known researchers, but uh, hopefully after that, maybe they'll, um, you know, people will uh, see what they're up to, which is uh, really cool. So I'm excited for people to check that out because we get a ton of emails just from people that hear about us on, you know, news, social media, and they say, can I come to the club meeting? And, you know, obviously, uh, if, if they're not a, a university student, I let them, unless they're, you know, speak or whatever. But um, it's, uh, but we've now, um, doing it all in a way that, um, you know, we're able to record the meeting and uh, people can come check out and hear everything that's said. Uh, so I'm, I'm excited for people to check that out because there's some really cool stuff talked about in, the, in those meetings that I think um, a lot of people want to hear. So yeah, just go to SasquatchUniversity.com and uh, you can find everything. Awesome. Awesome. Ryan, thank you so much. I will be, uh, I'll be doing all of that. <laughs> I'll, I'll be, I'll, you'll, you'll be seeing some stuff from me. I'm sure. Uh, man, it's been great talking to you. Is there anything else that you want to get into that we didn't cover yet? Um, I, I suppose not unless uh, you had anything, but um, I, I just say, uh, you know, if you're a researcher listening or, or even just want to get in touch with us or witness, uh, you know, please do. We love hearing from everybody. Um, in contact with so uh yeah you can just find us through the website um and, and everything's uh everything's right there so um yeah check it out uh 
yeah, there's a lot more cool stuff to come uh, very soon that um, yeah, I'll be uh, getting posted around a lot of the Bigfoot world in a day or two once we have the uh, next few videos out. Um, yeah, it'll be getting shared with a lot of people. So uh, I think it'll be a cool place uh, for people to come and, and check out what we're learning. So yeah, I'm excited for all that. And thanks, thanks for having man. me on. Hey, thanks for coming on. And I'll be sure to share this on all my social media too, okay? Um, yeah. I'll, I'll put the video up as soon as I can. So thank you so much for coming on, Ryan. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. Um, thanks thanks so much for having me. And uh, yeah, if you ever want us back, uh, we're here anytime. So Yes, absolutely. And as soon as you find Bigfoot, holler at me so we can talk about it on the show, okay? Yeah, hopefully very soon. Yes, sir. You have a good day. Yeah, you too. All right. Thanks, brother. All right, that's it for this week, guys. I hope you enjoyed listening to the show. If you just have to have more content, you can go to patreon.com slash the bump podcast and subscribe and be a patron. Uh, got more and more content on there every week. So I hope you enjoy that. Uh, to catch up on past episodes, go to the bumppodcast.com, click the episode tab, and it'll take you to any episode you want to listen to. Also, if you want to be on the show, I would love to have you on share your story with us, go to thebumppodcast.com, click the holler at me button, and holler at me. Send me an email, thebumppodcast at gmail.com, and uh, I'll get you on as fast as we can. All right, again, thanks for listening. I love you guys. Until next time, don't stop believing.
in your life that you're you're ready to give your heart over to the Lord then I have a little a little message that I found that if you repeat it and you believe it in your heart this could help lead you closer to God to, to let Jesus Christ save you and it goes like this Heavenly Father I come to you from the depths of my heart realizing that I have sinned I repent of my sins and confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is the Son of God and died on the cross for me and my sins. I believe that you raised him from the dead. Lord Jesus, come into my heart and live in me now. I receive by faith you as my personal Lord and Savior. I receive your Holy Spirit as my comforter to help me obey you and do your will. It is in Jesus' name that I believe and receive the things prayed this day. Amen.